it's 28 minutes after midnight on a Thursday morning, which means Tovia is the first person I see today. On a hey. <laughs> this is the Connection Podcast, the, the Evolution of Humanity series, and I am me, the sleeping MVP of comedy, and with me, with us, is Tovia. Now, one could say that Tovia has a house of sushi, a little house, <laughs> of sushi, house made of sushi, and others, <laughs> arigato, and others could say that she's on a first name basis with Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out. Dumbass! Yes. <laughs> just to just to make sure that the people listening right now don't think I'm a dick, I'm gonna ask you on the record, how are you? I'm doing very, very good. Very good. Um uh, with the exception of what's going on with our world, I am actually in a good place, which is uh, I think the point of everything. You gotta find okay. your happiness. Perfect. Yeah, find your happiness. The uh, difference between you and I is my happiness is at the bottom of the tequila bottle. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, and I promise I will not bring up politics. After I just brought up politics, I promise I won't do that. That's just about zombies. But I'll hold you to that. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. So, the Evolution of Humanity series focuses on people growing, whether it's professionally or personally. Let's see with Tovia. Let's see how uh, life began in comedy or, to put it more broadly, in the entertainment industry. Uh, how did that begin? Oh, uh, well, um, I think I would say maybe around like 2013. But um, the way it started is about 20 years ago, I was on my way to Atlanta and I had met a comedian on the bus. And I decided to tell this comedian that I was funnier. Even though he was traveling doing shows, <laughs> I assumed that I, I just <laughs> knew I had the nerves to tell this man that I am funnier than you without ever hearing his joke. And um, I remember that we started going back and forth and I was a teenager. And the bus driver was like, neither one of y'all are funny. And he almost (laughs) put us off. Well, uh, about, about, I would say about 17 to 20 years later, this same comedian called me to be on uh, one of his skit comedies about seven years ago, and that was my first comedy job. Then he got me my second comedy job in a movie and a stage play. So that was evolution at its best, (laughs) because he constantly tell me, 
I'm not famous. <laughs> I'm nobody. <laughs> so it goes for full circle with us. <laughs> Perfect. And has there ever been a better opening to an evolution of a humanity podcast with that story? No. Probably not. <laughs> so as you say, it went full circle. So going back 2017 years, what is the connection uh, that you found with comedy? Was it just like as you say, you saw this comedian and you thought you're funnier than he is. Well, um, well, it comes to that I am African-American, but both of my parents were in the military and both of my grandfathers. Okay. And like my dad, I spent year 13 and before in not only okay. Europe and also Asia. Okay. So a lot of times, um, you don't go out much overseas, oh, you oh, know? no, 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 I don't. I'm yes, and when I was in Germany, that was, well, when I was in Korea, I was 20 minutes from the North Korean border, so we just couldn't just go outside freely. We didn't have Saturday morning cartoons, and you really are relating with so many different individuals and countries being on military bases, you kind of have to find your individuality. And then with Germany the same way. So I started falling in love with old movies. And it was the Marx Brothers, the Three Stooges. I would stay up to like four o'clock in the morning. My mom's cussing me out because I'm like, you know, one more time I need to see, you know, Curly Poke Mo or vice versa. Then my mom is a big fan of Lucille Ball, of Curl Burnett. And she has a lot of that in her. She has that strong woman, beautiful, but really goofy. So you would take this large personality versus me watching these guys, and then you get into Eddie Murphy, and I would sneak and watch his little dirty stand-ups. Uh, Richard Pryor, I was crazy about his movies as a kid. So when you got some of these greats, oh, and Laurel and Harvey, uh, Hardy, priceless one big one small so with all this just in my brain going over and over again it just kind of developed who I was and when I got to the United States I was a little different from everyone else so I would start emulating the scenes in these movies I would start taking their jokes and making it my own and I would say that's where it, it kind of came about Okay, excellent. I love that you experienced different cultures quite early on. And now I would say that gives you an upper hand in terms of meeting different cultures that many other comedians or comedians, I don't know, I don't like to differentiate from male to female. Both are just comedians. I don't like labels on people. So I would say that you are at a bit of an advantage when it comes to well when it comes to humor in different parts of the world uh, different cultures and and that's a credit to you for bringing it through for like 20 years I agree and, and shout out to Joey Coy that is actually my favorite comedian and he's Asian 
So, and um, I love the guy who wrote Carpool Hustle. He is, I think his last name is Chow. Uh, Genius. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> I've seen that movie and reenact that dance scene probably like a thousand times telling him so. And to everybody on YouTube right now, I'm not looking down at Google to check who wrote Kung Fu Asshole. I'm not doing that at all. No, that's not what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> that, that really is not what I'm doing, and I'm not having any problems with anything else. <laughs> so, your connection with the entertainment industry uh, started in, well, started and kept going through various countries. In the the path that you've taken over the last two decades, were you surprised by anything professionally? What am I surprised by? Yeah, like were you surprised by anything or like taken aback, like for example, seven years ago when that same comedian uh, came back to you 13 years after you told him that you think you are funny than he is. Uh, did that surprise you at all, or is it just, you know, well, another day in the life? Well, no, I'm a big fan of astrology, and I believe in, in synchronicity. So, I, 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 I'm the type that, if you, I was to go back in time and step on a pedal, I changed the world. So, with that, I just looked at it as, a lot of that happens in my life. So it's more of, oh, wow, look at this world that no one sees what's happening musically on the different dimensions. But told I was strange. So I just looked that him and I systematically were linked somehow. And maybe we made this agreement in another life. And <laughs> when I first met him, it wasn't my time. So I, yeah, I just yeah, believe yeah, cosmically yeah. we're yeah, part yeah. of the same musical song. So, no, I wasn't, yeah. Okay. And, and even with you, we're all connected musically. I, I, that's the only word I can use to the, uh, describe the personification of how we're all connected. But it, it's like musical notes. So it, it oh. goes together. So I'm not shocked. Oh, this is the connection podcast. You just need to use connected and it explains everything. I'm fine with that. Even if it's not the right word. We're all connected in some way. Yes. So I'm extremely happy with the way uh, this is going. Tell me so, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just upset you have better aid than I do, but that's for another podcast. <laughs> and in terms of podcasts, uh, you are co-host on Essential News. Yeah, so I gotta plug up my phone. I apologize. Oh, no, sorry. No, no, no problem. Okay. No problem. Uh, I thought I had it plugged up, but one thing about being part of comedy, you're kind of goofy. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No matter how cute you dress up the pig, it might be a pig. So that's yeah. what we all have in common. We all got that nerdy. Oh, Lord. Something. Well, um, Yes, I do a podcast with two other hosts, uh, Chico Will and Nicole Veda. And uh, we do the news. 
We tell, we tell world news, we tell trending news, we tell stock market news. I mean, just all of it in, in the whole, we tell scientific news because misconception and stereotype of urban people is that we don't know the news. And that's another thing going back to how I grew up there's a lot of newspapers I read and a lot of news I watched. <laughs> and I've watched the stock market because you want to know how much your dollar is worth the German Deutschmark. You oh, know, yeah, even with yeah, Korea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The stock, oh, as a kid, you at five years old, you're like, what, what does it say? How much is our money worth? Which is Forex trading now, which is very popular. So I basically, with Nicole Vado, and she's she's a black woman who has not watched black movies <laughs> did not grow up around a lot of black people so you're taking this international black girl with a black girl who did not grow around what you would say the urban black person and then this guy from inner city dc and we're telling the news and it's just <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's like alphabet soup, but it works with the milk. <laughs> <laughs> well, and somehow you've gotten a way to keep those three minds together for as mm -hmm. long as you have. You have different views and it's still going. Is we, well, I'm going to draw back the curtain a bit. In comedy, there are so many different views, and there are so many dumbasses too. Because oh, people tend not to not to accept the views of others. It's okay if you mm -hmm. don't agree with the views, but the least you could do is accept it. Uh, so that's the complication that I face sometimes. So, mm. it's a credit to you, the three of you, for keeping the podcast going. Thank you. And we, it's so hard not to have opinions. Because we, it, we pride ourselves not being like, well, I'm not going to shop that news out. But everybody knows the news, they be lying. But um, we, we really go over the topics and, and separate how we feel personally. Because when you listen to the news, who cares? what the person telling it is that person might be as psyched out as the person they're newsing about you know, i just made up a new word newsing about newsing about. so newsing, newsing about and then you can guys you guys will find this podcast on twitter and instagram just use hashtag yes. newsing n-e-w-s-i-n-g yes so the our approach to it is just basically coming from an honest place but just keeping the facts and then when we do give opinions, we make sure it, it came from a news source or we make sure that it's it's a it's an opinion of, of, of masses, like it's a common opinion. Okay. Oh, okay. That's that's balanced. Balanced. Uh, Thank more you. than more than I can say about news media for most countries. So you mentioned you are you have an interest in astrology. Uh, yes. Would you like to teach me an uncultured talk about astrology 101? It's my well, <laughs> because as far as astrology goes, the only thing 
I that's relevant to me in astrology is I don't know if it's a same thing, but zodiac, uh, my yes. star sign. So I'm a goat uh, or Capricorn. Capricorn. Yeah, that. There we go. And December or January it matters. January. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and now. <laughs> Tobia is the second person I've revealed my star sign to that is not really that happy about it. I wonder why. Because <laughs> I am the ghost. I am the oh ghost. Oh my goodness. So, I, I don't know why uh, people don't, are not happy about me being the ghost. But anyway, it's not about me. It's about the sushi house boulder. Sushi house yes. boulder. Uh, Okay, so astrology. Educated, educated, and educated. That's me. Well, <laughs> well, the first thing I would tell you is don't believe anything you read. <laughs> like, don't get caught up in the hype. Most of it that comes out to people, probably 95% that hits your eyes is misguided and not true. You that 5% comes from the Essential Muse podcast. Listen to this. No, no, no. They won't let me talk about it. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> they cut me out on a lot of topics. But um, oh, okay. the, the second part I would say is that astrology is the sister to astronomy. So when you talk about the ancients being outside, they corresponded these constellations to the seasons and what was going on. And the movement of them, you know, when you think about the three wise men and the, the Bible, that that's a, supposedly a lot of people say is the consolation that was up in the sky. Oh, so, okay. yes. Yeah, so when you want to understand it, you have to look at it mathematically and scientifically. If you start looking at it as, oh, you're going to predict the future and everything like that, you're definitely going out the wrong door. And then third, I would say it's all psychological too, that it's basically trying to get to the root of the human nature, why we do things and why we connect to the planet and the solar system. So a ripple, back to the ripple thing, a ripple happens, let's say in Neptune, that will sync up with the planet Earth and it will be on this side. I know you've seen in the past couple of years, it's like, oh, you can, Neptune, it's, it's visible in the sky and Mars is close and never been because we're moving around with it in the Zodiac. So the position of each one corresponds from the time you were born, let's say a portal. So how the sky looked from the time you were born is you. So a person could be your same sign born exactly 12 hours later and they're totally different because of the movement in the sky. And then each one comes down to a physical degrees. And then you add it up with the house because every 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 uh, zodiac has a two and a half year lifetime in the chart. So we, we go by 12 months, then you'll do the two and a half years. Then you do, it even goes up to the 2400 year cycle that the minds talk about with 2012 that we just went through. So it, 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 
it all adds up. And the, the unique thing about it is that every culture did astrology from BC and back and all of it equals out together, but just so happily they weren't communicating with each other. So you can go to ancient China, you can go to ancient, even ancient Australia, because they found some of the ancient Australians were doing it. I mean, you go to North America, uh, South America, definitely with the Mayans and Aztecs. I mean, Europe with the with the Druids and 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 the Stonehenge, Africa with the Egyptian pyramids. So even uh, they found things in Norway, uh, Russia. It's just that everywhere you go. I mean, what Iraq and Israel have the most. Oh my God! I mean, <laughs> if I could. If I could, if, if I could be, Armenia has a lot, uh, Yugoslavia, all these places have ancient calendars that mark up to this time. And then, so what astrologers do is they try to find the common denominator. Okay. So if, if you notice that a Capricorn is merging through the house of Sagittarius and every time this happens, uh, a lot of people get rich and people 5,000 years ago said this and it keeps happening then it's pretty much an exact science in astrology but that's pretty much what i would say astrology was okay, so they so astrology is the one constant in different cultures different ways of a life different people different countries different continents and the one thing that stays the same is astrology unlike me because I was dumb 10 minutes ago about astrology, and now I'm wiser. See, I'm evolving. The name of the <laughs> podcast is in a lie. <laughs> so, in terms of comedy, how would you say is the best way for you to prepare for anything? Uh, performance, does it differ from each performance like the type of performance whether it's a musical or on stage like stand-up comedy is there any difference or is there only one process that fits all well one thing i learned with stand-up which i do very very few is the stage fright in that and there's different variations to comedy so what I use is the skit, the podcast, and different comical things to get me more comfortable with that. I wow. wish I did that more, <laughs> and 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 I I plan on doing it. But um, I would say being actually funny directly and taped that way versus stand up is, is 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 still easier for me. Uh, now I go up there and I'll do that, but as far as like three or five minutes i'll make you laugh i got you but evolving to that person that does 30 minutes to an hour and a half and i've just seen dave chappelle chris tucker eddie griffin i just seen these great people do an hour and 30 minutes to me that's comedy whether you're good or bad you're up there hour and 30 minutes that's comedy i haven't hit that yet now getting a million views on me being slapstick funny i'm, I'm winning but as far as that, I need to evolve a long way. I'm about a two, and I just seen people who were off the charts. Okay, that's that's respectful. You're still on the path of learning, as you mentioned. 
still learning. It's an ever-growing process, ever-learning process. Even myself. Uh, but that's not about me. This no, tell me. Tell me. me. Right? <laughs> it, we can relate. No, tell me. I know it's an interview, but say it. Well, I have to be honest that it took a while for me to find my identity in comedy. And when I say a while, it probably took me a decade. So if if I do, or when I do return to the stage during this zombie apocalypse, I'll have a more clear vision of who I am. And coincidentally, it's 2020, so I have that. 2020 vision. I heard that. But would you say the podcast kind of helps you relate more? Like the podcast is helping me with the confidence and maybe saying the wrong thing or I might not oh, yeah, get a laugh, yeah, but keep yeah. rolling. Yeah, yeah, definitely. In in many ways, yes. First and foremost, this coronavirus plague, the pandemic, it's a bad thing. But we shouldn't, or I didn't let that blind me from like the silver linings in it. Because over these last seven months, I have I have to admit, without this pandemic, we wouldn't be doing this right now. I'm the biggest procrastinator in the world. I, oh my gosh, I wear the hat proudly. And this made me flip it. It's like, I'm always going to be against the norm. So, so the biggest procrastinator in the world became almost the biggest workaholic. <laughs> I don't get it. I just want to be weird. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a weird year. And I'm, I'm happy for one. For one, I'm happy that I'm actually doing this with you right now. Uh, Thank you. That I'm doing pod, the podcast at near enough 1 a.m. Uh, usually, I just procrastinate as your fast self would do. I just procrastinate and do something, watch YouTube. And now, <laughs> I'm creating podcasts for you. So, these it flipped over for me as well. So, but you're doing, you're doing better. You're getting along with people. Uh, I only, I only have two people on the podcast with. Oh my God, getting! Oh my goodness! If I could tell, let me tell you what comes after this podcast: a whole script of what happens behind the scenes. You're talking about two people in your head all day. Like these people have became part of my DNA. (laughs) (laughs) When I wake up in the morning, when I go to sleep, it's these two. I was going to marry them. I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to have a wife. I'm going to have a husband. We're going to get the house (laughs) together. We just going to get this right because this feels like a full blown commitment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Y'all drive me crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I drive them even more crazy. <laughs> it's, oh, wow. We When I tell you 
one of the co-hosts, she sent the message today and she was like, I can't even edit. Drove me so crazy. Like we, it, it is a work, it is a work in process. Always, you know, what we do is the two for one. So two against one always wins, but oh, okay. you can have this person on your side, the other person call, they say, you know, they're doing it. It's just, it's <laughs> two for one. Okay, so basically, don't listen to this next part, people. Uh, I'm a bad influence. Bullying works. So, if you have two people against one, uh, that's proof that bullying works because the two people won. And <laughs> it just happens that I don't like humans most of the time, so that's why I don't bully. I'm usually the one getting bullied. Uh, yeah. That's... See, now I feel bad because it was me and another person <laughs> voted against me. Oh my God. <laughs> That's probably why she sent me them angry uh, This time I won. <laughs> this is how you're going to take away my, my trophy, my petty trophy. <laughs> Not only I won, I came on somebody's show and bragged about it. Two after one. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That is the winning. Not the winning that Charlie Sheen did a few years ago. Winning. That's the proper winning. Hashtag winning. How many more? No, she's gonna hashtag share this to prove that she should have one. You just <laughs> gave her an antidote. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, okay. It, whatever I said in the last two minutes, uh, people around the world forget about that. I didn't say it. Uh, you know, the men in black neutralizer, pretend I have that. I am just a figment of your imagination. And last two minutes never happened. Uh, nobody lost, nobody's winning, but they're still bully people. So, uh, you believe that everything happens for a reason, right? Yes. The connection the flow of the universe would you believe that you are at the point now where you can mentor someone whether it's in terms of podcasting or comedy or the stage arts well what I try to do is that since our world is so unpredictable I just wake up and just do it. So if I make a goal list and just do it, it kind of doesn't matter. You get what I'm saying? One of them is either going to move forward or drop off. So what I what I just saw is try not to think so much. Because the thing is, is that our civilization, we can't have funerals right now. Uh, what? gatherings are at an all-time low because we know why people are dying kids can't go to school so i'm more in the living in the moment like i, I set long-term goals but i take each one a day at a time so i'm if, if whatever falls i'm okay with just sounds like you want them lord lord if you want them but oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I make sure i don't fall into that trap but everybody else is, oh, which, what's going to be? Wh whatever is going to be, I'm going to evolve into. And I'll know. And right now, all of them are me. 
maybe I don't have to pick or maybe he'll pick me but I would have never thought seven months ago eight months ago I'll be doing I, I was working with someone on their podcast and I remember turning to him like I would never do this that was January we're almost at January and yeah. we're 16 shows 15 you know 14 and 16 shows in I'm on your podcast I'm meeting people I never thought I'd meet and my brain is functioning in a different way so I don't know I, I hope it's good <laughs> and that is a perfect shift to the next point uh, that I would like to make is with this podcast series I like to say the reason I came up with the evolution of the Amandity series is because seven months ago I was just a guy with an opinion in a Twitter account and now I'm a, now I'm a guy with an opinion, a Twitter account and a podcast so Twitter account what, with like 10,000 retweets though I think like oh no 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 no, no. that wasn't yours <laughs> no 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 that wasn't mine people don't like me you probably one of the <laughs> 10 people left that like me. Uh, <laughs> They love you. So thank you for being here. Now, in terms of growth in this year, has anything surprised you? Oh, well, where I would think that, um, Maybe I should have read about the Dark Ages more and um, or what happened when the colonizers came to America and gave smallpox to Native Americans. But I assumed that when the world might be ending, people would become nicer. No. <laughs> oh, no the joke, no, when I tell you, no, no. so naive. I, people I thought were like butterflies and cotton candy have been ruthless. So I'm more shocked of how survival of the fittest that everyone's mind turned into being. Uh, yeah, I'm having a tough time with humans over the last three months because that was the last time I wasn't sober. So handling people on a daily basis while being sober, that's a tough one. Oh. And as, uh, since you mentioned Twitter, I'm handling people on Twitter every single day. And even that's enough. Even that's enough for me. To the point that I do not ever want to have an account on TikTok. It's enough that I can see other people sharing TikTok videos here and they... I love TikTok. <laughs> What? You, you love TikTok. I okay. love TikTok. Okay, okay, I'm gonna do the one thing I promised myself I'd never do. I will share your link to TikTok. You have a TikTok account? Right? Oh, yes, yes, I'll give it to you so I can okay. get like points and stuff. Yes. I will appreciate uh, that. Okay, I'll add that. I'll add your Instagram account as well. Thank you. Uh, I must share yours. <laughs> uh, no, no, don't worry. It's not about me. It's not about me. This is uh, about you. I will share the links for 
the essential news podcast as well and basically everything that you touch will be in the description of this podcast on platforms for android and apple users and of course youtube because you guys you guys listening to this podcast need to hop over to youtube and find out how lovely it is it's way longer than mine and it's two-tone as well so yes yes i did this just for you and i wore my uh flight attendant outfit because we're doing an international interview oh okay The small uh, details, a throwback the, to the, the 70s. The, the small details make the biggest difference once we understand. Welcome it. to well, Pan you. America. <laughs> <laughs> you can step okay. this way. Step Welcome this way. to Pan America. <laughs> Assume the seat in the position. I don't know. What is it? What is the one that flight attendants do? Like face forward? No, no, no. Flight attendants are the cute girls. Like so, basically, in the fifties and sixties, when planes start getting really popular and oh, oh, well, everywhere, the flight attendants are they the would, cute girls. That is why. Totally yeah, they would make that right so, now because cute girls. And I'm gonna cringe yes. at that. I'm gonna cringe at that comment that I just made when I edit the podcast. Um, <laughs> okay, I should learn the lesson. I should know not to flirt during a podcast. <laughs> I'm not gonna... You're a man. You don't part. know how. <laughs> we do. Rawr. We do. Okay, so the cute flight attendants, uh, like yourself right now, uh, in the 50s and 60s, they were, you were explaining what they were doing, and the flight attendants in the 50s and 60s, that's, that's the inspiration yes. for your colors right now, right? Yes, so basically back then they wore these cute outfits, they were all unique with a little bow tie and everything like that and um when i when i looked up international it was like a bunch of flight attendant pictures came up so i was like you know what let me wear that (laughs) there is a theme that i never thought of and since this is international is this something that stuck by you uh is where you're living right now, is there something that you took from a different culture, say in Germany or in Asia, that stuck by you since Hmm. I, well, my name is Sushi House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Sushi House. Uh, that makes uh, sense. Well, I, um, one thing I've noticed, uh, I'm going to word this, the I'm going to word this correctly, but, um, Lord, my relationship with my parents, I took from other cultures, like their parents are their world, whether they're wrong or right. 
you know, that everything they say is, is if they are mind right people, um, is to help you, you know, it, I'm very big on that. Um, Germans taught me structure. And like I said, money, all German kids knew money. Um, Koreans taught me, Korean kids kind of taught me style and, and personality. Korean kids were very, Asian kids were very outgoing, very adventurous, as I remember as a kid. And even some of my cousins that are, you know, half Asian, even my daughter. But um, so with, with both of those cultures, I learned um, how to be colorful, I would say. Because I mean, in Germany, we had the Oktoberfest, then the the Kris Kringle Mart, and you know the the summers would be what only three hours of darkness. It was it was, it was like real, real flashy. And both of them, I would say that that kind of got into me. Perfect, 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 perfect. This has been a learning experience from minute one to minute now. I don't know how long we've been. Uh, is there anything you feel that we should speak about that we haven't spoken about yet in terms of evolution, anything, whether, whether you'd like to speak about airplanes more that became big in the 70s or whether you'd just like to speak about how creepy Bonnie was. <laughs> well, uh, I would say, um, uh, let me think. I would want to tell people to find humor in everything. I mean, don't be sicko at a funeral. Like, <laughs> I love, like, you know, find the balance of it. Oh, no, but, no, um, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be no. that guy. It's fun in funeral for a reason. Well, the word I came from, I just seen a reality show the other day and they were at a funeral. They kept saying the guy, they, they hired comedians for a funeral and they, the comedians kept saying the guy in the casket owed them money. It was just bad. <laughs> it was funny. So that can't happen. Um, I would say find humor and enjoy the little moments. Find humor in everything. Because okay. it might be to the point where there's nothing funny. Could be, could be. Would you say that is your philosophy that you live by? Oh, no, my philosophy is get rich. But, um, oh, philosophy is get rich. And that's the <laughs> get beauty. all the money. No, I'm just playing. No, yeah, I, I would say that that would be me in a nutshell. Live in a moment. Be yourself, live in a moment. It's cheesy, but work for Andy Warhol, work for me. Yeah. Uh, is the moment and in no way is this podcast sponsored by Eminem and I'm not going to play the song Seize the Moment by Eminem because I'd get copyright and <laughs> copyright is never <laughs> okay I think they get the pictorial pictograph of what you were trying to say Yes, yes, that oh, this has been fun. And thank you. Remember, remember the words of Tobio when she says, Love in the moment. And remember the words when I say my philosophy get rich. 
Uh, find OVO's social media links down below, the Essential Podcast link down below in the description. And actually, I checked here so many people that listen to this podcast. And ironically, not as many people as I would think in South Africa. So, majority, the last time I checked, about 80% of the audience that listens to this podcast is actually in your home country the usa so that's pretty cool so the usa uh i know russia russia they are one or two folks that listen shout out to berlin yes i think berlin's in russia yeah shout out to berlin as well uh moscow moscow um uh, Papua New Guinea, uh, New oh. Zealand. Uh, oh, shout out to Hawaii. Hawaii. Uh, and shout out to Atlanta. Woo! <laughs> and that's how we're going to end it. Well, that'll be and it. Israel. And Israel. And Israel. Because let's get real. Everything real is in Israel. Uh, that, was a, <laughs> that was a tongue twister. Uh, Tobia, thank you for popping onto the podcast thank you i really appreciate this i hope you come on our show we're booking like in january february okay it okay. will definitely be different oh okay cool i'll be 50 by then uh but we can we can do that we can do that i'll be an old man by then. okay i am holding you to it yeah you oh, can oh gosh can. we've been booked that's the one weird thing <laughs> yeah we, we got booked. booked yeah I've been in comedy for about 10 years, and this is the first time I got booked 10 years later after starting comedy. Uh, that's cool. I, Constantly booked. I guess that helps to be a part of my evolution. Uh, so once again, thank you. And everybody listening to this, check in the description and follow Tovia everywhere. And that's the end of the podcast. So you know how I do. There's no me without you. Oh, thank you. You have a great one, okay? Bye-bye. Bye-bye.